Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got Matt Belanger with us, filling in for Steve just for today. Uh, there Hi. He, there he is. Hey. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, we got Mike the Zamboni with us as well. Honk, honk. The band is back together. Yes. Sort of, not exactly. Because yeah, Steve's not here, but this band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's talk music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Alrighty then. Let's start with Metallica. Okay, this is kind of funny. Mm. Metallica performed at a UK festival last Thursday night. It was a 16 song set. Okay. That was so loud. Uh oh. How loud was it? <laughs> they were heard 15 miles away. <laughs> oh, wow. People in nearby cities reported noise complaints to the police, thinking the booming sounds were coming from neighbors. Um, but it turns out that there were strong winds that night. And they were using a new sound system. So that may be what caused this phenomenon. Um, especially since it was announced beforehand that Metallica would be using 288 staggered speakers to immerse the entire audience. Okay. Oh, well, there's your first clue. God, exactly. 288 speakers. Wow. Yeah. 15 miles away. That's the worst. That is the worst thing for me is when, you know how like you're just like, I need to sleep. Well, you especially. Well, whatever. I mean, everybody's felt this in one point or another in the life. Sure. But you like, you just, you oh, have to the sleep. The neighbor with the firecrackers going off or, or the fireworks. the mower. I mean, because you know, the sun's up till after like nine. And so people yeah. feel like it's f- totally fine to, to go mow your yard. At night? Well, I mean, it's happened to me, you know, before. Not, I have lovely neighbors now. But, um, you know, in the past... I mean, if the sun is down, put the mower down. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's like today, for example, it's not going to get dark till like nine thirty, and so like for someone to be like at nine to be like, well, there's still light. Let's go mow the back forty. Yeah, I, I oh. don't need to be hearing that. Oh wow, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> or like at six a.m. <laughs> well, six a.m. is really bad. It's like really, Carl. <laughs> Come on. (laughs) Anyway. Really? Those neighbors hearing this concert, I mean, because once you fixate on the one thing that you're hearing, it's like that's all you can hear. I feel like we are on the Nextdoor app right now. 
<laughs> and another thing yes, about exactly. your trash cans. Totally. <laughs> no, it's so funny because I get the morning thing. Yeah. As long as it is light outside, I don't care if you're mowing your lawn. If you're mowing it at one in the morning, I'm going to be like, what the hell, Carl? Yeah. Again? Mm. With the lawnmower? I, I get, I'm so, I try to be a good neighbor and I worry about that kind of stuff. Like the sound, talking about like this concert. Oh, if I had a ears out. dollar for every time I apologize for your dogs barking. Hey! <laughs> Can't help it, they don't like your face and they just bark at it the whole time. They were barking at your neighbor and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> they're so not sorry. mine, I don't yeah. know what's going on. No, that, yeah, they're very protective of our property. Yes, someone was cutting a tree down. Yeah, they're told. what happens. Yeah, the neighbor. Uh, there's their dogs are they're useless, but they're very protective. They yes. think they're doing something good. Yeah, no, they're sweet. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Metallica, fifteen miles away, Boom. people could hear the concert. Anyway, that's Got some loud. Sorry. Okay, um, Matt, you probably don't even know who this is, but this is for um, for me and Mike. Mm. Are we veering into country? <laughs> we are indeed. Well, let's okay. do it. We are indeed. So Eric Church, yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's really really good. Okay. Really good. All right. He did a show on Saturday night at CMA Fest. And that's a big festival. It used to be called Fanfare. And it takes place like on, you know, I don't know where it takes place now. It used to take place on these fairgrounds. And I'm assuming it still does. But anyway, he was the last act of the show. Oh, the closer. Wow. Yes. But he only did seven songs. And he reimagined some of his own songs, which nobody liked. And then he ignored some of his biggest hits and instead did a cover of like a Little Feet track. When he was done, he abruptly walked off the stage and some people ended up booing him. What? Yeah. Yeah. And he is. People love Eric Church. Yeah, he's beloved. Right. Very much so. He's kind of like a, he's kind of. A kind of a rebel kind of guy, you know, kind of a badass. Mm. Apparently, um, it's downtown Nashville now is where it's okay, got Wow, well, okay. They must be in the arena or whatever then. Um, it's the music town for country music, right? Correct. Yeah. See, I know a little bit. It's Music City, baby. Mm. Uh, he completely reinvented Drink in My Hand, which is a great song. Uh, but when you say... So they the, the people in the crowd didn't like it because you messed with the classic. Like so he reinvented it and now it sounds like not like the, yeah, what like they wanted he to did, hear. Maybe he did like a reggae version of a song. Or you like know, a, he's just switching acoustic it up or something or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Mixing it up and they were not having well, it. Well that's listen, that's dangerous because people, you know, buy a ticket and these things are spendy. To yeah, go, to go to these shows, oh, yeah, and, and you want to travel from all over the country to go to these. Yeah, this things. is like a this is a money moment uh, to attend one of these concerts. And when you go and you want to just scream and sing along to yep. X song, and then some guy comes out with a harmonica and wearing a feather hat and tries to reinvent. <laughs> no, he didn't do that, but you know what I mean. But like, and tries to reinvent my, you know, the the banger right. that I wanted to dance along to. That could that would frustrate me, right? Yeah, like he, uh, people were expecting songs. You won't know what this means, Matt, but okay. anyway, um, Mike, yeah. they were expecting Springsteen, <laughs> sure, of course, um, Talladega, mm-hmm. Record Year, and well, he did do Smoke a Little Smoke. That's how he ended it. But um, he grabbed his cup from the nightstand, uh, not the nightstand. Hi, you can tell where Good my morning. head is. The mic stand. <laughs> he thanked the stadium and then walked off, and the lights came on. <gasps> 
And people were PO'd. Like they couldn't even, like, is he kidding? Is this, this is right. Maybe the. Maybe this is like a fake uh, finish and then there'll be like an encore or something. Nope. Wow. Lights went on. Once the <gasps> lights go on, you know it's over. And of all places, this is during a fan fest. Like yes. the whole idea of this is you're celebrating what? the fans. Correct. You want to give them what they like and you're going to come out and try I to reinvent yourself. what was yourself. going yep. on. I mean, you, you don't know what was going on in the background, right? Like maybe somebody was out or injured or, you know what I mean? Like maybe one it's of the true. drummers was uh, making stuff up. But, right. Or but, maybe something was going on behind the scenes, life, like in know. his personal life. You never know. I could have been a factor. But not my issue. Thank you. you not my issue. And I wanted to hear it. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly. Okay, I do want to see Eric. Tr- <laughs> you <laughs> so- well, just like I don't care that you had a family emergency. I came here to hear my song. Um. Anyway, he is coming. By the way, I just went to a wedding. Okay. Uh, congratulations to Mike and Becky. By the way, Ooh. beautiful wedding at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Eric Church will be performing there on the thirtieth of this month. Wow. So, Mike, let's do it. Are you? Will you already be married? And I will be married. Yes, at that point. All Ooh. right. Let's do it. Like I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That sounded weird. <laughs> like, are you already going to be married? What I meant was, you don't have to worry about, you know, nope. being the weekend of your wedding or anything nope. like That'd that. Okay, awesome. We got to go. We're on a roll. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jeez. A well-oiled machine you, here, folks. You know it. Clunking along. Right. Coming up, how about we talk a little food? All right. Um, and this is going to be a food segment, Icelandic style. Ooh. And I have samples that I have brought across the ocean. For you, Donna Valentine, oh, to yeah. try. Oh, and they're laid ew. out here and, and labeled and um, going to give Donna some food, tell you all about it. It looks uh, like a rot, rotted tooth on Okay, that. all right, okay. all right. We're going to try it next. Coming up, my talk 1071. Hey, guys. Hello. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> and what a show it is. It really is. Listen. Huh. Going way smoother than it normally does. <laughs> and for that, I thank you. Well, you're, I, you're welcome. Uh, that's Matt Belanger, by the way. Steve is out. Hi. Hi. And uh, you come to us today. With Bearing a, gifts. Yes, a little sampling of some food. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Okay, Donna's very nervous. First of all, you brought in treats. Something that looks like an agate, a pulled tooth, <laughs> long overdue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That looks like, like a, a rock. Ball, like a little ball. Yeah. And then something out of someone's belly button. Uh, I don't know what okay. that is. All right. So these are Icelandic <laughs> delicacies. <laughs> Uh, first, before we get to the sampling here, we got to um, start with the worst. Of course, we okay, because yeah, I'm going to go in order so you have a nice finish. How's that? But before we start eating, I just want to tell you a little bit about Icelandic food. Of course, um, Kyle, my partner, and I were in Iceland last week. It was my birthday. I'm 39 now. Wait, I didn't know it was your birthday. Yeah, Tuesday was my birthday, June 6th. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. So thank you for watching the house and everything oh, while we were And that's your birthday adventure. present. I didn't know. I would have gotten you a present. I didn't want you to do anything more than you already did. You Aww. already did too much. Um, so food in Iceland is not exactly the main attraction. Now, I will say that we had some... Really? We had some really good meals in and around this, the big city, Reykjavik, right? Um, and the, the food was good. Uh, the, there are lots and lots of dishes that involve lamb. Blech. Lots of lamb on the menu because that they have lots of it, you know, they're around the island. It's an island nation. Um, I tried uh, 
uh, fermented shark meat, which is something because you, back in the day but, when there, you know, goods weren't as easily moved around the sure, world, you gotta eat what you got. they like would have to ferment stuff and keep it through the winter because and then eat the stuff all winter long that they had in the closet, if you will. <laughs> right. Uh, we also the, the, one of my favorite things was this rye bread. So I talked earlier in the first hour about the hot springs, right? And the boiling hot water that comes up out of the earth. And that's how they get these pools that they kind of wade around in. And it's lovely. Well, we went to this one area where this lady literally baked some rye bread in a pot that she buried in the sand where this hot water was coming up. And then so it takes 24 hours. And then she dug out this pot with this rye bread in it. And it was like, it's not even bread. It's like cake. It's so good. And we got the recipe and we're, I'm totally making Kyle make this at home for for like holidays. Cause it was just, it's got sugar and it's kind of sweet, but still the dark brown rye. It's amazing. Oh, it sounds really good. Okay. um, And then hot dogs are a a national (laughs) treasure. What's so random? Well, and it's, and it's 80, percent lamb in this hot dog and then there's beef Mm -hmm. and whatever pork in the rest of it but it has like this special mustard and these little fried onions and these these icelandic hot dogs are apparently really good i was a it was a 50 50 for me but the hot dog stand is a is a is declared a national landmark and you're like they are not allowed to move it because it is an it is literally a national treasure i have to tell my brother about this because he and one of his friends are always in search of the perfect hot dog this everywhere they go they have to go to a hot dog place people rave about it i mean i I was if you don't like if you cannot stand lamb no i'm not it was well done it tasted good with all the fixins that they put on it but if you just don't like a lamb taste you're not gonna love it okay but it was good and i ate the whole thing it was good and the last thing i'll say is if you're going drinking alcohol is bonkers expensive like a cocktail 20, 20 bucks. 25 what? if you're at a fancy place. Like, oh, my like God. These drinks, I'll pull up a picture real fast. I hope they're fast. enormous. No, no, they're not. Look, I'll show you a photo. We they are, must. It must be hard to get alcohol It's there. all imported, Import. and just for whatever reason, the government decides to kind of heavily tax this. So, so the, now, we were, at, we were at a bougie place. I mean, look at the garnish. It looks like yeah, there's like a pretty. swirlied up cucumber slice and like so a little... You guys- Probably drank less than you ever have in your life. Totally. It's like a (laughs) detox. Like you go there and you're like, well, that's not going to work. This was, these drinks that you're looking at, these are 40 bucks. $40. No, more. Uh, I think they were $50. They're 25 each because they were like the fancy kind. We went to happy hour. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm not eating. Happy hour. And we're like doing the conversion. It was nineteen hundred krona, and we did the convert. The happy hour sale on like a vodka soda was still nineteen dollars. It was it's it's nuts. So don't wow. plan on getting wasted. Well, I bought. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You a big bottle of vodka from Costco. Thank God for Costco. That's all I'm going to say. It was like twelve ninety nine. Came home. I know. Yeah, it's like crazy. <laughs> okay, let's try some samples. Okay, here we go. Here's... And Mike, you're doing this with I us, right? I got it. Yep, I got my... So okay, we're so starting with the worst We're starting thing. with the worst, and we have beef jerky in America, and hardfisker is fish jerky, and it's uh, dried fish, and uh, it's very good. Is and that the... Which one That's is the it? little white crumbly oh, gotcha, gotcha. thing. Okay. Shove it in and eat it. Go. Cheers. Come on. Cheers. Cheers. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. It is. It is fishy, it, and it's not. You, oh, nope. you, oh, she just spit it out. Hmm. Okay, well, not that gonna went, do it. That went well. Okay. Nope. Um, how about something sweet to change the taste in your mouth? So Please. there's. So dates are a big deal, obviously. So there's one. No, 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 no. There's one that says berry. Berry date. The berry. So it's a berry blue raspberry flavored date. Give it a try. I already love it. Mm-hmm. Hit it. It'll take okay. the fishy out. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, uh, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, you have some fish strings left from mm-hmm. the. Okay, well. Mike, <laughs> how are you doing? Pretty good. How was the fish thing for you? Did I didn't you... mind it. It was all right. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like. Mm-hmm. So they have tons of fish. This it's is a... delicious. Okay, so yeah. that was good. That's the date. This, the next one's going into weird territory. Kyle bought these at like a rest stop. We were on a, one of our long tours, and they stopped at a gas station. He couldn't read anything on the bag, and he just grabbed it because he's like, "Oh, dates! Eat this and tell me what you think." <laughs> oh wow. No. Messed up, right? Woo. Oh, wait. Well, it gets. Whoa. It's so what shocked us wow. was it's extremely salty. salty. So salty. It's like pucker face salt level on a on a date, which is like, what? But it's so apparently they're really into Icelandic people. They are into this. Weird. like Salty sweet is a huge thing for them. And so. They have often a sweet thing that's like got the salt element blended in. And then it like tingles on your tongue. No. Like first just... you're like, salt! Ah! Then you're like, oh, now it's like I've got pop rocks on my tongue. It mellows later, but the, the initial salt, like I can feel my blood pressure yeah, going up. Yeah, can when feel I the heart <laughs> Okay, and then the last thing, I like this the best. Um, they're Icelandic chocolate, pretty much almost always comes with licorice blended into it. So, like, the standard chocolate bar has licorice in the oh, middle. Oh, really? That, that, and they love it, again, with the salty, sweetie kind of combo. So, pop it in. That's the little ball-shaped thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm having one because I like these. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, okay. So licorice is I kind of love it. I do too. And I I ate a lot of the whole chocolate licorice combo stuff going on. Mike? Did every not... every item has a different taste as you eat it than when you yes, first taste it. Yes, it keeps you changing. You put it in your mouth and it's like, oh, this is completely different than what it's going to end up as. And that was delicious. It morphs. Yeah. All those are really good. Yeah. Wow. Th- those are really good. Can we buy those online? Wow. Uh, maybe. I'll have to look into it uh, because I really liked the licorice chocolate 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 combo interesting and that's i haven't seen that here i mean maybe there's some product here in the states that has that but um yeah it's um, really good last tip uh before we go because uh, we got to play a game next right yeah uh do not do not buy bottled water if you are in iceland that's one of the remarkable things about going there oh, we, were, you... we were out on a boat tour looking at puffins you know the little penguin looking yeah. like birds and you like look down you can see the bottom of the ocean. 
Wow. It's so clear. So you just put your cup right into the water? They laugh at tourists who buy bottled water because everyone drinks the water out of the faucet because it is like the purest water on the planet. And so every morning we just filled up in the bathroom sink and you're good to go. They let, I mean, it's written about they'll like that trust me they'll take your money but you don't need to buy a bottle of God, water how there. much is a bottle of water do you well, know probably you know eighty dollars yeah. so I, <laughs> I don't know whatever all right matt uh we're gonna play the college of pop culture knowledge so we should get someone on the line at 651-641-1071 we'll find out the topic and then you bet on either matt or myself and if you bet correctly you could win a fabulous prize entertainment Friends, it's up. It's Steve for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know, Donna and I were just talking about home projects that we have to do. It's just one of those tedious things, but guess what? It's got to be done. You want to do it the right way. Same with your homeowner's insurance. Same with your auto insurance. Nobody really wants to sit down and worry about this stuff. But look, if you take one day of just like going to a website that I tell you to go to, clicking a button that I tell you to click, the process will move on on its own and you will stand to save a whole lot of money, like north of $800. That's the average savings that people see when they change their uh, homeowners and auto insurance over to the Canopy Group. How do they save? It's simple. They go to thecanopygroup.com and then their team of 40 specialists work on your behalf. They have 16 different insurance companies that they have partnered with over the years. Some of these are big name ones. Some of the big box ones that you very much know. Others you've never heard of before. But guess what? They have this whole group in different companies. They really specialize in different things. So they'll figure out what your insurance needs are and then find you the best match. Those 16 insurance providers, they're going to fight it out for your business. That's how you save big. Thecanopygroup.com. It's thecanopygroup.com. This matters. Good for them. We do something a little... uh... Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. You guys are the bomb. Yeah, they Remember are. when people would say that? You're the bomb. Bomb.com. Oh, God. I hate myself for Isn't having that said that worthy? right now. <laughs> yeah, that's Matt Belanger, by the way, and I'm about to crush him. Time, time, time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, it is Donna versus Matty from TV, as we'll find out uh, who's smarter when it comes to a particular celebrity's movies. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, 42 years ago today, Mm. the first Indiana Jones was released. Raiders of the Lost Lost Ark was June 12th, 1981. And today, for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we're doing Harrison Ford movies. Oh, wow. I love Harrison Ford. This is going to be amazing. Oh, boy. You do? Oh, get off my plane. I had, <laughs> oh, I had so no ready. idea. We hit a uh, wheelhouse here. We'll find out. But uh, you got uh, one of you two is going to have Jen to play along with. I might actually Hi. have I might actually have a chance. Wow. You're being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jen. She got scared and hung up. No, I'm not scared. I'm right here. I'm listening. Hi, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Well, he seems super confident, so... I mean, I mean, you can still go with Donna. It's fine. I mean, no, I can... No, nope, I'm going with Matt. Yeah! I have a good feeling right. that Matt's right off of a vacation. He's he's going. He's going to win for me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave. I'll be back. All righty. We'll mm-hmm. put Jen on hold. By the way, the score, Donna, 61 wins. Steve, or excuse me, 62 wins for Donna, 61 for Steve. Oh, you guys so are close. Matty B's going to attempt to tie things up today. 
You will be Steve's favorite if you could find a way to get a victory oh, here see, today. I don't usually root for Team Steve, <laughs> but all right. Then again, the theme try. is uh, apparently right in Matty B's wheelhouse. It yes. is Harrison Ford movies. We'll start it off with this one. Ford played this Tom Clancy character in Patriot Games in Clear and Present Danger well before Ben Affleck in 2002, Chris Pine in 14, or John Krasinski now. Oh, I, might, I might need help with that one, Jen. This night, move on to the next. Yeah, yeah. This 93 movie based on a 60s TV show saw Harrison Ford play Dr. Richard Kimball as he attempts to clear his name from his wife's murder. I. <laughs> okay, next. In 2013, <laughs> Ford played Brooklyn Dodgers owner Branch Rickey in the movie 42 about this groundbreaking baseball player who was portrayed by Chadwick Boseman. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Why'd you got to bring sports into it, Mike? Why do you hate me? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Couldn't she have done good ones like well, Air Force One and What Lies hey, Beneath? We don't and... know. Maybe maybe oh, Jen knows every man. one of those. Jen, we're going to bring you back Jen, on here. Jen. Yeah. You heard me. <laughs> Because, yeah, what? No, I know nothing. I know none of them. So. Oh, let me re- let me read through it. Let me just read through these four. Yeah, let's yeah, Jen, just try one more See if you can pass. think a little bit. <laughs> think about uh, these a little bit. Ford played this Tom Clancy character in Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger before Ben Affleck in 2002, Chris Pine in 14, and John Krasinski now. Now, Betty, yeah, I Betty, have no idea. You can't help at all. Okay, so no. Good. Not at all. All right, 93 movie based on a 60s TV show saw Harrison Ford play. Dr. Richard Kimball, as he attempted to clear his name of his wife's murder. No clue. And then finally played Brooklyn Dodgers owner Branch Rickey in 2013 in a movie titled 42 about this groundbreaking baseball player portrayed by Chadwick Boseman. Nothing? <laughs> no. No, no clue. Okay. We're in trouble. No, Maybe no, Donna doesn't know. Oh, no, she might not, because I'm telling you what. But the So Patriot Games... I, you want the character's the name? Character, That's yes. so mean of you. No, That's so, <laughs> once you hear it, you're gonna feel like you realize it's a lot less. But listen, less I'm mean. this this game has made me very comfortable at being publicly embarrassed. So um, right. let's rest, but let let's pretend like we did. Who knows? Great. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. act like you just crushed yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jen, you're going All back right. on hold. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> All right, grab. Can you grab Donna? Yeah, she's right hey, there. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Well, oh you've my. got you've got your work cut out for you. Girl. Oh no, did you do that good? I I appall. Oh, she can't. There we go. I, I appalled. I didn't realize he was such a Harrison Ford I guy. Didn't this, this this I, was. I paid un- you more for a, like Nathan Lane. Well, yeah, that too. This was unfair, and I apologize. Yeah, next time, but... let's do the birdcage trivia. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can quote that movie, Tom, blue in the face. Okay, I'm ready. You might as well give it a try, Donna, but I don't okay. know if you can beat what yeah. just happened in here. This I got four epic. right somehow. <laughs> anyway. All right, here we go. Harrison Ford movies is your topic. We'll start it off with this one. Ford played this Tom Clancy character in Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger well before Ben Affleck in 02, Chris Pine in 14, and John Krasinski now. What? Oh, you would need the character Character, name? yep. Uh, that is uh, uh, Han Solo, of This course. 1993 <laughs> movie based on a 60s TV show saw Harrison Ford play Dr. Richard Kimball trying to clear his name of his wife's murder. The Fugitive. In 2013, Ford played Brooklyn Dodgers owner Branch Rickey in the movie 42 about this groundbreaking baseball player portrayed by Chadwick Boseman. Oh, that is Hank. That is Ty Cobb. That is uh, 42, I don't know. 
Ty Cobb. All righty. Let's run through these answers. Okay, smarty face. <laughs> and I was today's years old when I realized this first one, but Ford played... <laughs> Thanks uh, a lot. Ford played Tom Clancy, this Tom Clancy character in Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, mm. well before Ben Affleck in 02, Chris Pine in 14, and John Krasinski now. Any right. John Krasinski show right now that you can think of? He's Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. I literally did not know that Jack Ryan appeared in multiple movies and novels, all from Tom Clancy. I didn't like, either. How he, did you not know that, Don? <laughs> Jack wow. Ryan was in Hunt for Red October. Alec Baldwin played that character in that movie. I didn't He's know it was the, the same it's, character. It's basically like James Bond kind I, of a thing. Everyone, I thought about that on the drive-in today. I mean, wow. it's like top of mind. Thought about it, but he didn't answer that because he didn't get that one right either. Don't worry, Nana. <laughs> We're moving on to the third one. In 2013, Psych. Ford played Brooklyn Dodgers owner Branch Rickey in the movie 42. It's about this groundbreaking baseball player portrayed by Chadwick Boseman. That player is Jackie Robinson. Ah! Nope. Yep. You got it? Nope. No. You didn't. Ah! You faker! And finally, this 1993 movie... Based on a 60s TV show, saw Harrison Ford play Dr. Richard Kimball as he attempted to clear his name of his wife's murder. That movie is The Fugitive. Yeah! And that is the only correct answer we got today. Oh, did you I didn't get, get anything! Oh my and God. neither did Jen! I didn't kill my wife! Yeah. I don't care! Oh, Jen, I'm so sorry! That's okay. Well, it's Jen, okay. What a faker, huh? I'll, ma- I'll mail you some dried fish from Iceland. Yum, can hardly wait. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jen... Sorry. That's okay. It's all good. Congratulations, Donna. Thank you. Have a fabulous day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Gore update. Donna now 63. Steve 61. You want to do the tiebreaker, maybe? You're welcome. And yes. I think you might. Um, Ford plays James Marshall and has the famous quote, Get off my If only he could have got to the tiebreaker. I know it, too. I knew that. Wow. And what lies beneath is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I hate that movie. It's so scary. Michelle the, Pfeiffer. The gr- yeah, yeah, and the girl comes out of the lake. And Don't the, like the, that. The box and nope. the necklace and. Nope. I love that. No. One. So you like Harrison Ford, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what do you like about him? Come on, he's just he's cool. He just really loves those three movies. Yeah. So that's what it is. I don't know why he's just memorable to me. He's just he's such a cool guy. I I like him too. I like I really liked him in Shrinking. Mm. You guys see that? What's I that? Into it it's a um, it's a TV series. Oh, with him and Jason Siegel. Siegel. Mm. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. It's very good. The woman from the Drew Carey show, isn't it? It's it's really good. Hmm. You guys would like it. Okay. I really think you would. Okay. What's it called? Drinking. You got it. See, I, yeah, I, I am a journalist. I can't remember some things. I'm just entertainment slow sometimes. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Okay, so we just talked last segment about how alcohol's really expensive again. Just got back from the trip to Iceland. Can't stop talking about it uh, for at least today. <laughs> and. Um, here's how you can save a little money if you ever decide to go visit Iceland. And again, there's that great direct flight from the Twin Cities. Very affordable in Iceland air. Um, if you go and you do think that you might want to imbibe an alcoholic beverage, normally I like look at the duty-free shops at the airport. Correct. And I, and I just like, I'm like, who is in there like 
desperately trying to find a keychain that I just I don't really get it. The duty free chain, well, whatever, or a bottle people are going of in there for booze or perfume, R- right? But <laughs> that's true. basically the gist. But also, you don't usually think about hitting up the duty free place on the way there. You think about like, oh, I want a bottle of whatever to take home with me. Right. Well, if you go to Iceland, you have an opportunity to shop at a duty-free spot on the way there, too, before you go into the country. And the pro tip is go buy a bottle of booze <laughs> That's because it will save you so much money. Yeah. Like, just go buy a bottle of vodka and then take it with you to your hotel or wherever you go. And then if you want a drink, you can mix your own at home. And I'm not kidding. It's $20, $25 a drink. So buying even that bottle of vodka, whatever price it might be, is going to save you bucks. And there's a part two to my tip. But go ahead. Do you have a follow-up question? No, I do not. Well, good. Your face said otherwise. And then when you shop for many things in Iceland, um, the, the tourists can get a tax rebate. And so the pro tip is save your receipts. You might be like, I don't need a receipt because I'm not coming back here to return it. No, keep your receipt. We bought, like, for example, a wool blanket because they make beautiful wool sweaters and wool blankets. Okay. And we, bought a bl- we bought the blanket and it was over a certain amount. And if you save that receipt before you get on the plane and go home at the airport, you just fill out this little two cent form, not two cent, two second form. And you give it to these people at this tax refund desk, and you'll get 14% back on what, what you spent. Yep. The value-added tax or the VAT tax or whatever, uh, you they, they, give you, they will refund your credit card if you fill out the form, which takes a minute, not even, so um, when you 14%. Get back to the airport? Mm-hmm. On the way out of the country, there's a little desk before you go through security, and it's the tax desk and you just fill out fill out your thing and your name and address and your thing and put your receipt on there and bloop and they're like okay it'll hit your card in about four weeks or 14 percent 14 percent wonder what? why they don't just discount it another 14 percent at the duty free well I, I don't know i don't know the answer to that but you know that there are people probably who don't take the time to fill out the form but folks 14 percent is not chump change like we're getting some money back that'll be refunded to our cards eventually right, for what we right. bought. So that's pretty cool. I hear you. There's All a little right. money-saving tip. Thank you, Maddie B. You're welcome. All right, when we come back, uh, you started a show I want to hear about. Ooh, yes. Um, the Crowded Room. I heard about this. It's brand spanking new. I think the first three episodes just dropped, like, the ninth or something, like, very recently. So. All right. Cannot wait to hear what you thought about it when mm-hmm. we come right back on my talk. It is Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, uh, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes, baby. And boating is super popular, as we all know, especially during the summer or just during the summer. Anyway, now is the time to be aware of uh, how to stay safe on the water. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant says that, you know, anyone can operate a watercraft because boaters do not require a driver's license. And so, boating accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters, mechanical problems, and boating under the influence. And unfortunately, the vast majority of these accidents are alcohol-related. And stats show that an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. And if someone is injured as a result of another's negligence, you do need to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Not really. Steve's out. 
He's big timing us. You know how he does that He's every probably like, few weeks. Riding a giraffe right now. Yeah, yeah, probably something. doing something. Whatever he can fun. get away with at the zoo. He's at the zoo. If you're at the zoo, Heads say up. hi if you see him. Yeah, or, or, he'll be or, the guy with the camera. Try to avoid him. Yeah, he'll probably try to interview you or something. So just be on the. What's just, your favorite animal? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be some kind of Father's Day situation. Got it. Like asking I, about dad. Does that not feel early this year? I know it's the same ish. It when time. is it? Like the twenty first? Well this, this weekend. It's, it's Sunday, the eighteenth. Oh, 18th. Yeah, 18th. oh. And then summer is the twentieth. But I always feel like for at least I don't know why I think this, but I, I always thought, thought they were the 21st. same. Maybe. I don't remember. But I always thought that like Father's Day and the start of summer was like the same day, but it's not. Call, I... call your fathers on yeah, Sunday. And your grandfathers. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So you started the crowded room. Apple TV yeah. Plus. Yeah. What is this? Okay, so I don't know yet. <laughs> it's strange. So it's a psychological thriller. Okay. It is, yes, Apple TV Plus. And we did first episode vibes as much as we could before we passed out at like 6 p.m. yesterday, which is, you know, a story of our life. And <laughs> it starts with a very heart-pounding kind of scene. It's set in the 80s. Okay, I already like it. You know, so it's, a, it's and it's, uh, I think it's New York City. And all the cars are like 80s cars. Might even be 70s. It's like in the 70s, 80s time. Okay. And it's that you, like there's a guy who looks like he's all stressed out and he's on the subway and he's clutching a brown paper bag. And then like, they're cryptically talking about, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And he's like, and then eventually it becomes clear. There's a gun in the bag. Yeah, right. And then, and then they start like, they're obviously after some dude, but you have no idea why. And he gets off the train and the, they're, you know, they spot this guy that they're after coming out of a building. And then, uh, they like go after him and try to shoot him, but they fail. Okay. And then the guy who had the gun in the bag, the main character, is arrested. He's caught. The girl he was with gets away. And then he's being interviewed in this interrogation room about why are we trying to shoot this guy? And, you know, you you got a lady injured when you fired the gun. And um, the stories start unfolding. It's like all flashback times, like what led up to that incident? You know, why? It's trying to slowly then explain why apparently he was after this guy with a gun. So... And then, and he's in school, and um, they're buying weed or pot or marijuana, whatever you want me to call it. Okay. And um, you know, and and it's just uh, slowly the story of his life and childhoods unfolding. And apparently, had like a dad who was kind of abusive, and da da da. So it goes. It, it's one of those like rewind shows, okay. where like it starts okay. with the end, and then we're bloop, we're back to the beginning, and all the pieces will start to fall into place. I will say it was it held my attention. Okay. I liked it. I like the the cast is really good. Amanda Seyfried, mm-hmm. Emmy Rossum, Tom Holland. I'm in. Yeah, it looks it looks like we're gonna stick with this one. We have commitment issues sometimes, but yeah, you know one, what I thought you were gonna say it was. What? You guys aren't gonna remember this. I think it happened in the '80s. Um, mm. I think the guy's name was Bernard Getz, mm. and he was a guy who was being bullied on the subway. This oh. happened in New York City, and he was oh. bullied and bullied and bullied and bullied. And then one day he got on the subway, and somebody started bullying him, and he just shot him. Wow. That's what I thought you were going to say it was. Oh. No, but- and the title of this does not make sense to me yet. Like, I don't understand the crowded room. Like, I don't get what's going. It is based on a book. Okay. A 1981 book, The Minds of Billy 
Milligan by Daniel Keyes. Do you remember that story at all, Donna? No. Okay, so Billy Milligan is an individual who went to an Ohio campus and did a whole bunch of heinous crimes and mm. things. And so I'm sure I don't want to go. This is all a tr- this is all based on that. Okay. So I don't want to go too far down the road and explain why it's the crowded house. But you'll learn very soon why it's oh, the crowded so you're house. Familiar. Okay. I'm familiar with that story. I okay. haven't seen the show yet. There's some. There's a. He's at so some it's point, a true story. Okay. Based on based and then on. Um, at some point you realize that he was living in this like boarding house. And also, okay. there, and early on, like I'm not spoiling anything. It's like ten minutes in after the shooting scene, and he's in the police station or whatever. Like they brought in some professor, expert person talking about could this be a serial killer? This guy, you know. So I, but I don't know anything about the historical true story. I'm kind of watching this uh, as just as it comes. I don't want to read too much about it, but I'm totally into it. The crowded room, Apple TV Plus. If you want to give it a try, okay. Excellent. Excellent. I put it on the list. See, it's right there. You might as well just come watch it at my house. On the list. I I will. I feel like I live there now. You'll be at home. Um, All right. So (laughs) this completely different direction here. I thought this was brilliant. Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan are teaming up for an arena tour. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be I'm totally in. It is for the very first time. The two of them who are, I, I would say are very similar in their styles. They're very polished. Um, they first met on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And they're they're only doing four dates together. Oh, wow. They're going to start in San Francisco. Then they're going to go to L.A., Chicago, and St. Louis. And I think they need to add more. Yeah. I really do. They started talking about um, doing this for years. And they said, we finally got our schedules worked out. And I love both of them. Mm. Jerry, you know, Jerry, I'm I'm more Jim Gaffigan than Jerry, but I like their style of comedy. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. telling the stories and they don't kind of wander off. And so um, what um, you, talking you about? know, people, there are comedians who do that. Who oh, are just, sure. You know, they oh, pause yeah, 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 yeah. these guys are just boom, boom, boom. It's kind of rapid fire. Exactly. Yeah. You know who's really good too, like that? Uh, Tom Papa is a really good comedian too. I think they should throw him on there. Mm. Make it a trifecta. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Are you a comedy guy? You Do should you be. Like I love it. No, I love a good comedian. I love it. Have you been to any comedy shows? No. We should go. But I do watch, you know, when they have like the Netflix, the Netflix specials. Like, uh, what is it? Wanda Sykes had a, a good one. And we did. And there was another lady, a Southern. Oh, hers is funny. I think I watched her a little bit. Oh, what is it? Oh, did I tell you about? You told me about her. Yes. And I watched a little bit of it. And I was like, I got to go to bed. Yeah. Um, well, she's not but yeah, she everybody. was different. Yeah, she was just kind of, she had the whole like, I'm a Southern mom kind of a thing. Yes. This is what we do down south going on. Yeah. That was cool. Anyway. All right. Good talking to you. I'm going to take off. What? Uh, No. Another hour, lady. Don't forget coming up at 1130. Ooh. Rocco was kind of mouthing off out in the hallway about. I saw um, that. About. (laughs) He's changed ever since he lost weight. He's just crabby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but we're going to play cover story. And that's the game where we take um, one one song. song. And many artists, and then we have to guess the artist. And he goes, well, Belanger sucks at it. You're not good at it either, so I don't even know why we should play. And I'm like, oh. Because the listeners like to try, too, you know. Exactly. Just because I'm kind of dumb doesn't mean that 
you know. You're not they're dumb. Not it's just hard. It is. It is. Real, it is. It is a tapestry of musical excellence. <laughs> Whatever. Angst is what I would have gone for. Anyway, uh, Mike Angst. is going to have a dirt alert coming right up. And then um, you saw The Little Mermaid yes. in 3D. Yeah, that was cool. I want to get your review on that when we come right back on My Talk 1071.